Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby What's up? Hello. Good morning. Morning, studio. Morning. All right, no Lunchbox. Lunchbox has COVID. So maybe we'll talk to him later on in the show. Uh, so, Abby, you'll fill in for Lunchbox today? Yeah. Okay, doing doing a little something? <laughs> uh-huh. Do you want to go first? Yeah. I don't have an intro for Abby, though, because we weren't sure if he was going to come in or not. But Her name is Abby, and her new song, My Hometown Isn't Shabby. Ooh. Okay, okay, that works. Go. Yeah, good job, Amy. Okay. Go ahead, Abby. So this last weekend, I went to Thomas Rhett on Friday night, and the openers were Cole Swindell and Nate Smith, and I had, like, a really cool moment because it, it's been almost a year since I interviewed Nate Smith for the Bobbycast, you know, and I remember during that, he was like, okay, you can't tell anybody, but I was asked to be on Thomas Rhett's tour. And I was like, this is so cool. That's and so cool. it was kind of like a full circle moment. How I was, was the there. show? It was really good, but he only got to play 20 minutes. I was like, I oh, feel like Nate. you should get... I'm an opener. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I like Nate. that's... Yeah, Nate right. was amazing. Cole was great. Yeah, the opener's and, about 20 minutes. And then the, seemed, ne- the next guy plays about 40. Yeah. Then the next I feel guy. like Cole played a long time. And yeah. then Thomas was amazing, of course. Huh. It was really good. So. You wanted more Nate? Yeah. I, I feel like there could have been more. Yeah. Thomas yes. will be up later this morning on the show. That's all I was asking. I was like, how's the show? You only play 20 minutes. Thomas. I was going to be like, Thomas, right? you only play 20 minutes, dude. Everybody bought all those tickets to play 20 minutes. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, Thomas is awesome. So it was cool, though. Thomas Rhett. Thomas Rhett. Thomas Rhett. Nobody calls him Thomas unless I'm they sorry. don't know him. True. Yeah. TR. TR. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Abby, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for filling in for Lunchbox today. Of course. You really nailed it. Right. All right. Uh, he's a natural when it comes to kicking field goals. And when it comes to running our cameras, he takes over all the controls. Here's producer Eddie. Guys, I'm going to be serious for a moment. I have a <clears throat> announcement to make. Okay. After having a career record of 5-15, and 15, I'm stepping down as head coach of my son's basketball team. After two seasons of major ups and downs, I realized that my health couldn't take the pressure of the game. All the yelling, all the arguing with the refs, all the whistle blowing. I just need to step down and enjoy watching my kids from the bleachers. I'm proud of all the kids that I've coached, 
They are all great kids with great athletic ability, and I'm sure they'll have an amazing time in their careers in the future. Thank you guys so much for this opportunity, but that's it for me. That's how you announce? Do your kids know? Yeah, no, they're, this, they're finding out right now. Oh. <laughs> they're all you finding out. Is the season done? No, so, no, no, no. The season's actually starting. Well, you're quitting in the middle? No, I'm quitting before it starts. <laughs> they, we have found uh, two coaches to take over Got the team. It. I'm not doing it anymore. I can't do it. Five too much and pressure. fifteen is like five, only five wins. Five wins, fifteen, 15. losses. <laughs> <laughs> but is that a coaching issue? Do you think? Uh, I think it was a little bit of both. I think um, me, kind of my little la- my lack of experience as a coach, and then I think just participation from the kids and their parents don't want to take them to practice has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to hear you're stepping down. It's okay, man. But to all the coaches out there. Props to you. Also, you're going to be in the stands second-guessing everything because when I was coaching, I can already see it now. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, maybe. Thanks for sharing that with us, Yeah, buddy. man. Thank you for being, letting me be vulnerable. You're welcome, buddy. Born and raised in Texas, this next person's morning corny can sometimes perplex us. Here she is, Amy. So I'm the bonehead story of the day or a bonehead story of the day. I normally ship things from this UPS store by my house. It's also where I have like a, my mailbox or get mail. So I'm there a lot and they sort of do the address and stuff for you. Well, I went to the post office to mail something and it's kind of heavy. So it was about $17. Well, when I filled it out, I don't know. I was multitasking. I was on a phone call doing whatever, put it on there. Next thing I know... Like, I get the package at my house being mailed to me, delivered to me by the mailman. I shipped it to myself for $17. That's hilarious. <laughs> Amy. Because I put so the. Funny. I, yeah, Were you really I, tired? Yes, I was tired. Yeah. Yes, there were so many things where I thought, okay, I just had to own it. I was like, all right. Were you tired or is that just normal? No, it's not normal. How much tired, though, and how much normal? I'd say it's a little bit of tired, makes it a little bit just on the phone. Okay. <laughs> makes it a little uh, bit yeah. like multitasking is not my strength. Yeah. But how much tired though? 20%? I mean, for the sake of the story, I was exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> because that's funny. I, I okay. mean, but you know when you do those like little bonehead things. You oh, know, I like, leave how? the remote in the refrigerator sometimes. Right. That's funny. But it's when I'm exhausted and I'm like, where? I go, Oh, I can't find the remote. Then I go, how tired am I? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty friggin' tired. I bet it's in the fridge. Right. Then I track it back. Okay, Ray, go ahead. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he says Arkansas will still have a winning football season, and Coach Pittman will be the reason. Bobby Bones. Thank Woo. you very much. Um, I did a, a video on Instagram where my wife and I made an entire Italian meal from scratch. And it was hard. And I would prefer, I don't really want to do it again, but it was fun to do it because we went to Italy and we, this lady taught us how to do it. But it can be done. Like, I, I never saw anybody do that stuff growing up. But, you know, you get some kind of flour. I don't know what kind of flour it was. It's not normal flour. And you make it and you take it, you dump it into a pile. And then you make kind of a donut on the table with a little hole in it. And then you crack the egg and you put the egg in the middle of it. And then you slowly take the flour and put it into the egg. You have to be slow about it and the egg can't dribble out of the, the donut. And then it it takes a long time. Then you make it a ball, right? That's to make the, the noodle? Well, that's just a stage, that's just stage one. Okay. And you make it a ball and it takes forever to do just one. And then you wrap it up and it's got to like be in the fridge for like overnight. But we did like, I mean, it probably took us, and I put this video up. People are asking me if I would do a whole tutorial. No. Nope. I'm not going to go back through it. But okay. it took like 14 hours. But we worth did. it? Like, did it taste good? It, <laughs> yeah, it tasted great, but I mean, you could do the same at a grocery store. I thought know? it tasted good, and I was worried it wouldn't taste good. 
but I thought it tasted good. But then we got one of those machines because then once it's in there for a day, then you gotta you flatten it and you send it through the machine to flatten it again. Then you flatten it again, and send the machine to flatten it again. Then you flatten it again, send the machine to flatten oh. it again. You do it over and over, and then you send it. It just it's such a process. Yeah. yeah. So I've decided I'd like to announce this <laughs> today, <laughs> October fourth. I'd like to announce I'm not gonna be a chef. I feel you. Dude. Please respect my decision. <laughs> it was good. I'm glad we did it. I don't ever want to do it again. I like cooking a little bit though with my wife. She's really good. So I can be the sous chef, what they call it. Yeah. The but I thought she was calling me a sous, like my aunt Sue. S U E. Yeah. That's not what it is. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Let's open the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. What's the best way to handle a teacher that's also a wannabe social media influencer? I've recently caught wind of my son's fourth grade teacher's TikTok account. She's regularly taking videos, making kids dance, or say the darndest things. I have no issues with what she does on her own account, but I don't think it's appropriate for her to do videos with kids without knowledge or permission from their parents. What's the right recourse for this? Sign mom of a fourth grader. Amy. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, absolutely. She should have the permission from the parents or whatever the protocol is at school. So you have every right to say something. I don't know if you want to go directly. I would just go directly to her. I'm not trying to get her in trouble with a principal or anything, but I would just say, hey, I don't know what other parents have said to you about permission of using your kids, but I don't personally like going to TikTok and seeing my kid on there. But if you're fine with it, then roll with it. I would just make sure she knows that that's I feel like that's crossing a line. Eddie? That's messed up, dude. You can't do that. You can't take videos of our kids and use them on your social media. But this is where Amy's wrong. You got to go to the principal because if you go to her, she's going to know it's you complaining. On your kid. And she's going to give your kids bad grades. That's, oh. what, I, that's what I thought, too. Oh. You're always worried about retaliation. Miss retaliation not worried about that. <laughs> Shocked I didn't think of that. And the principal needs to say it's coming from an anonymous person. That's right. Okay. You got to say that. Dang, I was just trying to be thoughtful and not get her in trouble. Oh, she's going to get in trouble. You can't do that with the kids. You can't. And what I've seen some teachers do on TikTok that are second, third, fourth, fifth grade teachers, they never put the kids on camera. They'll be like talking to the class and you hear voices. Yeah. That's one way to do it. That's a way to do it. But I would also, if you want to put the kids, you need to send to get permission from every single parent. Because <laughs> yeah. you can't just be throwing kids up on the internet. Kids say the darnest things. Stop that. <laughs> Jello pudding pops. What do you have to say? That's Bill Cosby used to do that show. That's not good. Not good. Uh, you can't do it. She can't do it. I would go to the principal and have the principal talk to her from a concerned parent because you don't want your kid to be in the crosshairs of that teacher. Or just ask the principal to say parents. A lot of parents are concerned. Yeah, but then you're the parent saying it. No, that's true. <laughs> All right, that's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. The Bobby Bone Show. All right, here's a voicemail from last night. I just had a quick question. I wanted to know why Lunchbox and Morgan do not do Elder versus Millennial anymore. I really missed that. Uh, maybe you guys have said it before and I missed it, but I wanted to know why you guys don't do that anymore. Well, Eddie's the old one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the elder. Yeah, so he plays against Morgan, but we're going to bring it back tomorrow because listeners have demanded it. Okay, oh. okay. Nice. I yeah. missed it, too. Probably. I kind of dominate that game. It's a fun bit. Yeah, so Eddie's <laughs> the oldest. Morgan's the youngest. We'll play it again tomorrow morning. So due to popular demand, we'll wow. bring it back. Uh, also, Thomas Rhett's going to be on in a couple hours. Something went down to the show where he had to stop the whole show. Then he led a prayer in the whole arena. We'll talk about that with him in just a minute. But I sat with Thomas Rhett for like an hour, and we were talking about stuff like, you know, he hasn't looked at social media all year. And here we are, October 4th. 
and why he felt that he was writing music from a very bad place because he called it a fan one time. I mean, this was such a good interview because he was so vulnerable. So this is Thomas Rhett. He's going to be on live in a little bit, but I wanted to play this. Here's Thomas Rhett now. If you were to get on your TikTok, what do you see on yours because of what you're looking at? Can I be very honest with you? Yeah, I mean, I'd rather you not lie, unless it's a really good lie. <laughs> I haven't been on social media since January. Oh, that's great. That's even weirder and better than what you would have said. Yeah. Why? Because uh, I'd rather go down that road. Yeah. It was getting to a point where, I mean, it sounds super cliche to say it, but it was just taking up so much of my time. And I was finding so much of my worth in a post. And so, you know, then you would like put songs out and then some people would think they were really cool and then some people would just hate on them. And then you start to see all the people in our genre, the, the bloggers, just be like, this is terrible. This is trash. Thomas Rhett music. This is not what he's best at. All these kind of things. And this, so then you start making music out of fear. You start. My, my produ- one of my producers named Julian said, "You can't work out of hit desperation. You have to work out of hit inspiration." And I think for a while there, dude, I was working out of hit desperation because I was so terrified of what this genre would think about what I thought was cool that it got to a point where I just wanted to write what I think they think would be cool. And there's a lot of predicting going on. A lot of predicting of being like, well, maybe if I write songs that sort of feel like a Luke Combs thing, then these people will kind of think I'm like, okay again. You know what I'm saying? And maybe if I can do some of this stuff that like Morgan is doing, then maybe this group will think that I, maybe I can fit into that group. But I didn't like get here by ever fitting into a group. You actually did the opposite. I did the complete opposite. And so I started to, really not be myself anymore just kind of lame to write with honestly just vanilla straight down the middle stuff i used to have a real i used to have a very unhealthy relationship with crowd because it's easy for me to look in the crowd and know who is who really wanted to come for me like i say it in our show every night i'm like hey to all the dudes that came tonight because their girlfriends or their wives begged them to be here i just want to say thank you (laughs) but my goal is for them to leave being like that was actually really fun yeah you know what i'm saying that's all, I, that's all I want, is for people to walk away with a smile on their face and joy in their heart. That's our main mission statement before we take the stage, just put smiles on people's faces. But, dude, I used to, five years ago, man, I remember my wife looked at me after a show, and she was like, you feel better about yourself? Because uh, I used to find the one dude in every crowd that just hated life. You know what I'm saying? And I would call him out. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, would, I would, like, get my guitar, and I'd be like, hey, dude, you, wanna, you, you should come up here and sing with me. And, I, and I'd get him up on stage, and I'd be like, you look like you really love country music. He's like, yeah, I do. And I'm like, man, let's, let's sing some classics together. You know what I mean? And this, this sounds horrible, because it is horrible. But I'd, I, would, I would go play like an old Merle Haggard song, and I'd be like, memories and drinks don't mix too well. And he wouldn't know the words. And it made me feel so good that I knew more classic country than that dude did. Because my show is very, very pop-centric and, and, and pop country and all the I things. and say, which you're probably going... Oh, he thinks I'm too pop, so I'm going to show him how absolute country I exactly. am. Show him he's not as country as I am. Exactly. Yeah, I felt. And that. so I remember walking off stage, dude, just feeling like the biggest turd. And my wife looked at me after the show and she was like, "Do you feel better about yourself?" And I said, "Absolutely not." All right, that's Thomas Rhett. That full episode, by the way, it's an hour long. It's on the Bobbycast. Just go search for it on iHeartRadio. It's episode 411, but he will be on coming up in just a little bit. It's time for the good news with Bobby. Tell me something good. This dude in Detroit saw on the news that there was a store near his house where someone had won a couple hundred thousand bucks in the lottery. Well, he's got one friend that always goes to that store. And he was going to kind of text him, rub it in, and be like, oh, you didn't even win. 
He texts him and goes, hey, did you see that? Somebody want... The guy's like, yeah, it was me. Yeah! yeah I thought awesome. this where this was going. Yeah, that's cool. So he... Let's go! This is what happened. He won 20000 bucks, but because he paid extra for the kicker option, it multiplied $200,000. Always got to go kicker option. That's what, what Scuba it? says. Scuba's a big kicker or big amplifier, multiplier. Which one? What do you like? Multiplier and double play. Increases your odds to win more money. Increases your odds that are... To win more money if you win, if which are you terrible win. odds that you're going to win. But you still have a chance to win more money, so why not give it a shot? It's like lightning strike insurance <laughs> right, right. that pays you double. <laughs> like, are you going to get struck by lightning? Probably not. But if you do, you're going to get double. Uh, so I thought that was a pretty funny story. Hey, man. Sucker. Somebody won at your state. Yeah, that sucker was me. That's awesome. Great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know... I think I can eat a piece of pizza in under 30 seconds. Or I know it'll take you over a minute to drink that entire two liter. If you have, you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Now here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they have more or less of a certain stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and a whole bunch more. Track your picks, play against others for a shot to win huge cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code BONES for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's the code BONES. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs water bowls treats and toys again maybe you're out and about camping gear extra bags whatever you need to make it a real adventure you got plenty of room and then available dual wireless charging pads this is probably the feature that i'm most excited about and the thing that i'll use the most it's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone especially again if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road you know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads, and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. I'm working on it hard, like I'm investing a lot of time 
and trying to get quality sleep. Quality sleep is essential. I love my Sleep Number Smart Bed because I don't have to worry about that part. Because my Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for, well, now my ever-evolving sleep needs as I'm trying to figure out what's happening with me physically. Like I'm on a CPAP now. You can choose what's right for you and your partner. Because I'm talking about temperature. I'm talking about firmness. I'm talking about softness. Whatever it is, it's there for you. You can have different, and and that saves a fight. There you go. You're welcome. So my sleep number setting is 30. My sleep IQ score last night was 87. I mean, it's great for partners because, again, you always like, bed's too hot, room's too cold, whatever that is. J.D. Power ranked sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the sleep number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Another one of our BTS crews in studio. Her name is Lauren. When you get married, Lauren? May 18th. Oh, wow. Coming so up. October, November, next, December, next year. January, February, March, April, May. Eight months or so. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to bring you in because I have heard from a couple people on this show that you are a... What would you say you're dedicated to in life? What are a few things that you are... Uh, probably a Swifty. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Do you guys know? Do you know that she is a hardcore Swifty? Uh-huh. That she talks about Taylor Swift all the time up here to everybody. Really? I didn't know this, and I like Taylor just fine. But I hear you are in love. Maybe not in love. In, mm. What's the deal with you and Taylor? Oh, I love her. Like she, her music has been like the soundtrack of my life. I'm a huge fan. Okay. Do you feel like you know her? Not personally, but, but... But through her music and how she lives her life, like, what makes you a Swifty? Why are you so dedicated to Taylor? Yes, I, like, connect with her music a lot. Do you ever fight for her online? No, not online. You I don't? won't fight for her. I won't do that. But in person, if someone, like, talks bad about her to me, I'll, <laughs> I'll get a little defensive. So if someone okay. said, I'm not saying this, but for example, if someone said, man, Taylor Swift, she's so annoying, what would you say? I guess it depends on what they think is annoying, but, I mean, I would just... Just be like, you're just being a hater. Like, Boom. Yeah. Just a hater. Yeah. That's right. Because okay. <laughs> Taylor has been consistently one of the greatest role models mm-hmm. for especially young women for a decade. And she made hit songs. Imagine going that long without really screwing up. Mm-hmm. Just an, It's awesome. just a numbers game. Just going that long with that microscope on you without really screwing up. Because just about everybody will. I have many times. I got to find a million bucks. I'm not even under the <laughs> microscope that she is. So... If Taylor were to come in the room, what would you say to her? Oh my God, I'd I'd act chill. I'd no, you not, wouldn't. I can already tell you what. You're not acting chill right now. <laughs> no, no, no. I would because I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be that, that like annoying person who scares her away. But inside, I would be freaking out. Um, I don't know what I would want to ask her. I've thought about this. I think I would just want to tell her how much like her music has been there for me, like in every stage and every big part of my life. Like I can like associate it with a Taylor Swift song. Happiness. What's your What's your happiness Taylor Swift song? Mm, probably August. I love that song by her. What it would be a song that when you were like sad in your life that you listened to that you really related to? When I went through a really bad breakup, I had probably All Too Well on repeat. Mm. Uh, the long version? Well, it wasn't out yet. Uh, so um, just the, the short version. And how do you feel about Taylor and Travis? I love them. I <laughs> you think it's real still? I do think it's real. I don't think either of them really have anything like they need to promote. They're pretty successful both on their own and Taylor's popularity actually kind of goes down when she has a boyfriend because so many people are like, oh, it's just PR. She's going to write a song. She's going to do this and that. Like, So like, she doesn't really need that. So I think it's real. 
Oh, did you buy a jersey? No. Okay. <laughs> and Lauren's a football fan, so right. she's already in big with Penn, Travis. Big Penn State fan. Big Penn State well, fan. Well, now yeah. in Kansas yeah. City. Well, and, and she's <laughs> fan. Well, I was just told that you are a diehard Swifty. I am, yeah. And not just a Taylor Swift fan, because I think most of us are Taylor Swift fans. Yeah. yeah. But uh, did you go to the show when she was here? Yes. Did I you went. dress up? I did. I did the Lover era for the Nashville show, no, and then I went home for the the New York New Jersey show, and I did the the Fearless era. Nice. <laughs> She's a huge fan. <laughs> That's awesome. I thought she was going to say, "Yeah, I went all three nights in Nashville." Oh no, I <laughs> wish I would have. The tickets weren't like an arm and a leg. Did you pay for tickets? I did. How I've, much were tickets to this show here in town? Did you pay? Uh, about like three hundred each, and I waited in that long, like nine. It took me nine hours to get <gasps> through the queue. Wow, it was painful. But worth really? it. But you got them. Worth you got it, them yes. the day they went on sale. Yes, I started here in the the studio. Actually, I had my laptop set up next to me because like it was like ten o'clock. They went on sale, and I thought I just like I had a pre sale code. I thought I'd just quickly, you know, ten o'clock, go in, click my tickets, and be done. It'll take five ten minutes. Nope, that queue took forever. I had to connect to the hot, a hotspot in the car with my laptop next to me when I left work in case like they. I got through the queue, so I would have pulled over on the side of the road to get my tickets. And then at home, I sat there for another five hours until I finally made it through the queue. It was really painful. Lunchbox did that too, but he was on the air while he was doing it. Like he was talking. (laughs) (laughs) And what about the tickets to the Jersey show, New York show? My sister is the one who she sat in that long queue and did it for that one. Well, you know, Taylor's been in here a few times. I knew that from like a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, if she ever comes in, we'll keep you in the we, background. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure to lock you away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's there our Swifty. Wow. Resident Swifty. Yeah, we have a resident one. Lauren is here, uh, and she says that they are not dating for publicity. Yeah, I firmly believe that. She firmly believes it. There she is, Lauren. Everybody. Okay. I did not know. And I still don't know. I know you say this, that you can negotiate your medical bills. I have never heard of somebody calling being like, I'm only going to give you a dollar. I've never yeah. heard of that. I, I mean, I think I I knew whenever my mom had passed away, my sister had done some calls on some of her bills. And this was probably 2014. And then I forgot about it. But she was able to get some stuff down because there was still, even though my mom had passed away, there was still bills that would arrive from some of her treatments for cancer and whatnot. And my sister got a lot of them down, which was amazing. And then it popped in my head the other day working through something and yeah, you just call and it sort of like makes me think of the Dave Ramsey thing as what does he say? Like, is, is that, that the, the best, best price deal? you can give me? Like I got a broken yeah. arm. Yeah. You know what? I don't want to pay the 4,000. What's the best price you can give me? Well, 4,000. What if they say that? Yeah. No, they won't say that because they want any kind of money. That's crazy that you can negotiate medical bills. I remember when we were having our kid, there was uh, another pregnant lady who didn't speak any English. She didn't have an address, nothing. And they delivered her baby. And they were like, well, we're going to lose on that because they're not going to pay for this. Then that is unfortunate. I'm talking about like you guys. Yeah. But say, what if I'm in that situation? Absolutely. Can you just say that? Can you negotiate any medical bill? This is news I didn't know could happen. It could change lives right now. I I think that really we should just start negotiating any bill, you know? Like, I got money back from- I don't think you could do electricity. (laughs) (laughs) If they think they're not getting their money. I'm not sure. So what do you know for sure about negotiating a medical bill? What can you tell our listeners for sure? Okay, you have to call. I would call and you just basically, I feel like in a nutshell- 
that statement alone, is that the best price you can give me, is a really good question. And then they can walk you through it. And then they end up shaving stuff off. It's crazy. Well, I don't want that. Are they going to shave no, off? No, 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 no. no, like no, money, no, no. Money, money. Oh, oh it's, med- it's a medical bill and they're shaving stuff off. <laughs> so we have a clip here. Yes. Okay, what is this clip from, Amy? It is from your.richbff. So she's someone I follow on Instagram and she has so many great tips. I brought them to you all before from okay, her. Here we go. When you get your itemized medical bill, go to Fair Health Consumer or Healthcare Blue Book and figure out what those procedures and services actually should cost. And then here's the key. Regardless of if you can afford to pay the bill or not, always make sure to call your medical provider to negotiate the cost. Call, don't email your medical provider, and politely ask them questions that force them to tell you about the waivers, discounts, and relief plans available. Oh, I'd love to pay this bill in full, but I would need some of these fees to be waived in order to do so. That's crazy. That's great knowledge. You probably saved everybody a bunch of money by doing that. Yeah. So she had all the tips, but I feel like in a nutshell, too, you can ask that one specific question and then do what she said. But the important thing is it's a call, not or not an email. Hello, Bobby here. My BH has been killing me for a week. And I got the bill. And how much? How much we shave off? <laughs> I got I 10 bucks right you know, now. Uh, yeah. Let me look at my wallet. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. See, our listeners think we don't look out for them. We do. Right there. Always. We just did again. That's right. Let's go over to Matt in Tulsa. Matt, what's up, buddy? Morning, studio. Morning. I just wanted to ask, you talked earlier about um, a sleep study. Have you ever followed up on that? No, sadly. I got all the information and every time, it's my fault because I didn't prioritize. We are as good as our priorities, so it's all on me. A couple of the times that I had it scheduled, I ended up scheduling something or work thing or was like, man, I can't because I got it. So no, I suck, and it's all my fault. But no, I have not done a sleep study. I don't want to. I don't want to sleep somewhere else in some other building, and have somebody watch me. Yeah, that's weird. I'm afraid of what I do in my sleep. <laughs> I'm sure they've seen everything. Hey, I don't know, man. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, ooh, I was doing that. <laughs> you know, what I'm I don't. I don't want that to be on camera. But I know. I hear you. Well, uh, why do you ask, Matt? I I've, I've had a sleep study done before, and they said my sleep was absolutely horrible. But it is awkward with all those thousands of wires all across you and then they kind of tell you to sleep naturally and they're sitting there watching it through the camera but did you uh they give you good advice or do they give you some things to work on after it that actually affected your life in a positive way they prescribed me a, a cpap machine but i think seem to wear that Darth Vader mask i know is, and i don't even want that uncomfortable all right all right man this call helped me none i like you <laughs> but this call helped me none matt <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm your reminder to get that done. Oh, uh, yeah, please. Ooh, okay, yeah. I'm going to make a note now. I'm going to make a note now. Thank you. And if that do, if I don't get it done in three months, call me back again, okay? Three months. I will do. All right, buddy. Another quick question if you've got time. Yes, sir. I'm going to your sold-out Tulsa show. Mm-hmm. It would be amazing if Abby was there to sing Hey There, Hometown mm-hmm. and change the lyrics to Tulsa. Uh, she, I don't think she would ever do that in a million years. It's like when another radio station tries to get me to say, roll tide in a commercial. Oh, you won't do that. Mm-mm. It's not that I don't have respect for Alabama or like go dogs or you guys have your things. I just, I, we were at Kansas State doing our episode and they do the hand signal and they're like, everybody do it. And I loved them, but I will not do the hand signal. I, I'll, wear the, I'll wear the uniform, but I won't do like the intimate stuff. Mm. So it's like the hand stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like make love to the mascot. I won't do that. <laughs> right. They can do that. It's like, right. obviously, yeah. Amy's pile of stories. A safety rep for the Federal Aviation Administration says that you should not record freakouts on an airplane. Yeah, right. And it made me think of you because I know yeah, right. I, I, happened. I, yeah, right. Phone out. If somebody scratches, I'm recording it just in case <laughs> what it might turn into. 
Yeah, I'm oh. re- I'd love to see one of those, but it not make the plane land. Yeah. And also, we still get to our place on time. Mm-hmm. Well, there's four reasons why we should not do it. First of all, it could escalate things. Uh, the passenger that's already fired up. That's what I want. I'm recording them <laughs> so they go even crazier. Yeah, it could get more fired up. Uh, two, it could put you or other passengers at risk because the passenger you're recording could lunge at you and try to get your phone that's out That's what I want. <laughs> A lawsuit. Go ahead. At three, it could get in the way of the crew doing their job. No, I want them to do their job while I'm recording it. <laughs> You're trying to get a better angle. I want it all. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, four, it could be against airline policy. Some airlines prohibit the recording yeah. of other passengers. Screw it. <laughs> hey, that's the hill I'll die on. What about you're encouraging people to be famous and do it more? No, what about they? maybe they're, see they're, they're being recorded and they chill out? No, no, that never happens. <laughs> they never chill out know, when dude, they see But I'm recorded. <laughs> I'd zoom in. Oh, that lady... I'm telling you, I don't think it's her. You know the one that walks up and she's like, Dad, Ma, the lizard. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Super viral. They kicked her off the flight. A carrot top was on the plane. Mm-hmm. She's out talking now. I don't think that's her. I don't think it's the same person. I think it's a somebody new. Oh, no. Mike, what do you think about this? Because I know you've been watching it, too. I think it's the same person. They, they found out where she worked. They didn't for months. For months, they couldn't find her. Then all of a sudden, she was like available. And then she was doing interviews in the same exact clothes that she wore on that plane. And like when she was yelling and cursing and getting kicked off the plane, she was, she was as I'd say, mid. But she's kind of hot in like real life. The new person they put up. And I think they did. I don't know. Man. I think she's trying to cash in on it now. They like planted a TMZ interview with her. I hear you. I don't think it's her, though. You got, you got to watch the videos. You, so you're saying it is her, Mike? Yeah, I think it's her. I don't think it's her. Okay, next. <laughs> Gen Z women are more likely to take money tips from Kendall and Ky- Kylie Jenner than a financial advisor or someone that is an expert in that field. And it's most women that are in their young 20s. They're like 15 times more likely to just engage with online content about saving money or how they should spend their money than actually going to some sort of an expert. Yes, because it's a lot easier too. So it's not just the... Kendall, Kylie, it's whomever. It's yeah, TikTok. Yeah, yeah. It's the fact that it's in our the palm of our hand. And you don't want to go and drive up to a Merrill Lynch and be like, <laughs> do you have a guy here? It just feels weird. Yeah. So I understand that. I like my your rich BFF person. She's a, a former Wall Street girly girl oh. here to help us. And see, that means <laughs> nothing. A Wall Street girly girl. Was that a degree? What you major in, girly girl? <laughs> yeah. What else? Luke Combs has uh, you know, had crossover hits. And he is now saying, hey, don't worry. I'm not going to switch over to pop at any time. He's not interested. Country music is enough for him because he doesn't want to be a pop star. He loves our genre and writing country songs or the songwriting buddies and singing them with guys he loves to make records with. Here's the thing. Somebody writes a song that's so big. Pop only means popular. It doesn't mean you've chosen to go somewhere. I think there are people that sometimes try specifically to go pop. Like, I think Kelsey tries to go pop. Kelsey Ballerini. But, like, Dan and Shay, they didn't try to go pop until they were just put on pop stations because their stuff was so successful. Mm. Luke Combs' song was so successful. And Morgan Wallen's stuff, the pop stations grab it because it's so popular (laughs) and put it there. There's nothing wrong with being pop. It just means popular. I think we have a weird relationship with that. So, no, he's not trying, but he could go pop again if his stuff is so big that Mm -hmm. the mainstream wants to hear it and demands it. Or an executive demands they play it. You know what I mean? All right, that's it. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. 
so last winter on a snow day, the seven-year-old Maggie went to work with her mom. Her mom is Tiffany. She works at a senior living facility. And she was like, oh, should I take my Nintendo Switch? And then she's like, no, you know what? I'm going to take books and I'm going to read to the senior citizens that live there. And guess what? Fast forward almost a year later, she's still been doing it. And she turned it into a whole summer thing. Like whenever she's off school, like that's what she's doing. And she's up there and she's reading to them. And here's a clip of uh, Maggie talking about it. I really like when she, she helps me out because it makes me know the words more better. And so what she's talking about is some of the residents there, they used to be teachers back in the day. Oh, yeah. And so they have, you know... They're helping each other. They're tutoring her. Like, so she's giving back to them. They're giving back to her. It's such a win-win. And the residents there, they hope that Maggie's story getting out there will inspire a movement and other kids and residents will, like, have this type of relationship all over the country. That's cool. Good story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them every day can make all the difference in the world. That's why everybody should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And for a limited time, get more fun for less with the Michigan Bundle for just $49.99. Exclusive to Michigan residents only. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.